Mark, can I ask you something? Fire away. Do you trust Al? What do you mean? It's not a trick question. I, yeah, like I said, he could be a bit of an asshole sometimes, but I guess I do. And welcome to the Malbulge. This is Regarding Spawn, the world's best Spawn podcast. I'm your co-host, John Fisher. And I'm your co-host, David Williams. And shout out to all those plumbers out there on this day after Thanksgiving, uh, making their Christmas bonuses <laughs> on uh, oh boy. All, that, all that emergency time and a half uh, of getting called out. Oh, man. The the infrastructure of the United States, Johnny, is not built for the amount of sewage for the day after Thanksgiving. I never thought about that. I'm just always thinking about being in line at Best Buy. Oh, well, what's, what's I'm actually recording from a tent outside Best Buy, waiting which, for uh, you know the Black Friday deals. Which buy is the best today? I, I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking about getting a Keurig coffee maker. There's one that's really cheap. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. I don't know. It just seems, I know it's not like the fanciest coffee, but it just seems a lot easier to deal with. And like, I, we use a French press Wanda likes the French press. And yeah, like, that's, that's I don't what know. I have. It's a lot hard to clean. I probably drink less coffee because I just don't want to clean it. Cause it's like, you have to get all that stuff out of it. That's the only thing I was had my eye on. Coffee is delicious, Johnny. You know, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if you know this coffee is good. <laughs> I go back and forth on it. Like, sometimes I drink it a lot, sometimes I don't. But I usually drink it a lot more in the winter because it's warm. I am uh, addicted to caffeine, Johnny. So, Oh, me too. <laughs> if, I don't, if I don't have my minimum amount of caffeine before, like, 11 o'clock, I got a headache I can't get rid of. So, Oof. Not as, not as bad as my dad, who would throw up if he didn't have his caffeine. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't. I don't know what happens if I don't have my caffeine because I always have it. Yeah, he fell. He fell for the bean very hard, but he fell for it late in life. He didn't start drinking coffee till he was like forty-five, and then wow. like immediately was like, "I have to have coffee at eight p.m. or else I can't fall asleep for the next day." <laughs> oh wow! It's like what the shit? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't understand. Like I worked with somebody from Italy once, and she was like, "Yeah, we have espresso after dinner." And we don't eat dinner till nine o'clock, and then we can just fall asleep on it. And I'm like, how? <laughs> how? It's very European. One time, I, when I was in Poland, we stayed at a hotel that was above a bar that their hours were till last guest. And one night, they just stayed open all night because no one, <laughs> some people didn't leave. Wow. So maybe they had too much, too much caffeine. Man, I can't even sniff like a Coca Cola afternoon, or else I get super wired. Yeah. I, I work at night, so, you know, most of the time, so I, I usually drink a little bit afternoon, but I got to stop by like eight o'clock or else I'm going to be up all night. Yeah. Up all night. It's a uh, good for TNT, not good for working peoples, right? 
It was USA. USA? It? Yeah, okay, it was USA. TNT had Monster Vision with Joe Bob Briggs late at night, at least on Fridays. I used to watch that. Nice. I saw Phantasm 2 on TNT, and it scared the shit out of me. I couldn't <laughs> sleep that night. Nice. Phantasm Because it ends with, like, a gotcha where, like, someone pops out of the mirror, and I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> nothing, like a, nothing like a good gotcha. Well. Well, it was, like, the age of, like, whenever I'd see something, like, I wouldn't even have to see the whole movie or it could be edited, but just the idea of the scary stuff would keep me up because I'd just be thinking about like, oh, what didn't I see? So, so you just went to bed with the question, what if a house? <laughs> and that was enough to keep going? <laughs> that was enough. What if, what if a house? What if a man turned into a pile of bananas? <laughs> now that wouldn't have scared me. Maybe some parts of House Who would have scared me. Oh, man. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. It's wild. It's some good music, though. <laughs> it's some. It's some fun, is what it is. Honestly. Yeah, folks, you gotta watch Houseu, the 1970s or maybe early 80s. I think it's 70s. Yeah, I think it was 70s. It's like late, late 70s Japanese film. I know it's 70s because the the weirdest thing is the director said he wanted to make the Japanese version of Jaws. Yeah. And that's what that was. <laughs> so that tells you a lot about Japanese culture at the time. And he also let his daughter write what scared her. And all the scares are what his, his like eight-year-old daughter was scared of. Pianos, bananas, wells, floating heads, yeah, wells, <laughs> cats, grandfather clocks. Cats and grandfather clocks are a little creepy. <laughs> silly, silly old ladies. <laughs> yeah, she's she's a very silly old lady. Hey, speaking of silly old ladies, we got a silly old lady in this issue of King Spawn that we're covering today. Hell yeah, we do. Well, she's not too silly. She's just an old lady. Yeah, well, I mean, I could see her. I could see her cutting up. Cutting up during coffee break time. Like yeah. she's she's hanging out by the water cooler telling just like the raunchiest jokes. <laughs> we've got an old lady in King Spawn, but we've got a new man riding Spawn for our Spawn issue. Did did I really not notice that? Holy shit, Johnny. It's on the cover, David. Let me let me tell you something, Johnny. I'd noticed by the writing too. <laughs> I, oh, oh yeah, I I barely remember reading this. <laughs> okay, because uh, I uh, I read it again, you know, after the ill-advised overindulgence of Thanksgiving. Of course, a wonderful way to spend time, spend a holiday away from everybody, just reading Spawn by myself. I did it. I read it. I tried to read it yesterday, but I just was too fuzzy from Thanksgiving dinner, so I read it this morning. Nice, nice. So you're fresher on it than I am, and I feel I'm like. Fresh. An absolute doofus for not having noticed that this is this is this is the handshake that we've been waiting for, Johnny. It is. It's the pass off. So, in a way of saying, we've got two issues of Spawn. Welcome to Respawn. Yes, hello. Uh, two issues from Spawn Universe, and today the first issue up is Spawn three twenty four. And why we're talking about handoffs and new guys is this is the first of Rory McConville writing uh, that the run has taken us to. He's still. Writing. Yeah. So this is the first of his, like, now it's like a 20-something issue run so far. Yeah, so far. But it would be so far 23? 3.47, yeah. Yeah, through 23. But that's not to say we don't have the Top Father, because in another switcheroo, instead of Sean Lewis writing King Spawn, we have our second issue of the Todd Father writing King Spawn. Yes, we do. And King Spawn 26, if we didn't say the number. King Spawn 26. So that's... Spawn 324 all the way back from November 2021, so probably a much worse Thanksgiving for a lot of people, <laughs> because uh, it's right in the middle of the pandemic. 
Oh, boy. And then we have King Spawn 26 from September of this year, 2023. This year, 2023, in case you're listening to this in the future. Or the past. Yeah. I don't know. That November 2021 Spawn is... That was the Thanksgiving that you had the the exceptional exceptional tirade from your uncle about about the vaccines and Bill Gates tracking you via that little chip. <laughs> Drinking the ivermectin. Oh, boy. Ivermectin. Well, mm, at least tasty. at least a whole bunch of horses went without their medicine for a couple a couple months. Man, fuck those little glue factories. <laughs> I mean, I used we used to we used to have ivermectin because we used to give it to one of our one of our dogs because it's one of the treatments for mange. Oh, I need some of that. I'm a little mangy today. Well, there's there's two types of mange. There's mange that. It's like infectious mage is what they call it. So it's just like a parasite that can pass between animals. And then there's another kind of mange that's just you're you're so sick and your body's defenses are so low that the endogenous mites on your skin are just like, hell yeah, we can take over this. And that's that's the kind that ivermectin helps. Okay. So well good to know. Yeah. So if you have mange, you may or may not be able to pass it on. So uh get it checked out. <laughs> Check out your mange. <laughs> speaking of speaking of mangy dogs, Johnny, the mangiest dog I can think of is one Mr. Albert Simmons. Oh yeah. Like the opening quote, he's an asshole. <laughs> His face looks uh pretty bad. It's pretty close to what mange skin looks like, so so Okay. Yeah. That crispy Simmons look. <laughs> he needs some ivermectin. Yeah, he does. He's gonna get he's gonna get rid of those demodex. No, but yeah, so we got this Rory McConville issue is our first issue up, Spawn 324. Yes, indeed. And it's a fun, like, little light kind of intro, kind of easing him into the Spawn. But, you know, as with most Spawn issues, we always start with the covers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And this was no different. Uh, which cover do you have, David? I am working with the Carlo Barberi cover. The Carlo Barberi. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. And it's... So it's... I have that too, but it's not the one I'm reading. Oh, nice. I believe we got that. I got that. I got the other 324 from that box of Spawn. I think it was in there. Yeah. But the I, the one I read is the lovely Don Agulio cover. But let's start with the Carlo Barberi. So it's Spawn. Looks like he's in some water. It's literally Spawn standing in some kind of water. We don't know, but he's got... He's got like a, the closest approximation I could think of is he's got his strong hand. It's his strong hand. He's got his strong hand out there, and he's got he's got green smoke coming from his eyes, and he is he is striding forth with intention. He's down in the sewers fixing those pipes after Thanksgiving. <laughs> he's get, he's getting that time and a half. Yep. This... Not all heroes. Plumbers are heroes, and Spawn is a hero. So you were gonna say not all heroes wear capes until you realize I was, but then he does Spawn wear capes. Spawn did does wear cape. He wears. Uh, he we know he has control over that cape. He can put it away. He's he's flexing having his cape out while he's in the in that doo doo water. Not all capes wear heroes. Spawn's an anti-hero. How about that? Uh, that works. That works. That works. Not all me. heroes wear capes. Not all anti-heroes wear capes. But sometimes they both wear capes. Yes. <laughs> Imagine uh, you yeah. you call your plumber up and he shows up in just like this gigantic billowing cape. <laughs> it's like, dude, I'd be you, like, that seems like a bad idea. Are you going to be able to work with that on? Isn't that like a safety hazard? <laughs> yeah, I feel like it just gets sucked down the toilet. 
Well, speaking of capes, the other cover, the Donna Giulio cover, has a big old cape. Oh, yeah, it does. It has it's Wanda and Spawn, and Wanda's like, Man, if I was Terry Fitzgerald, I'd be a little pissed off at this cover. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is... Terry totally has this this issue just, like, taped to his wall and a whole bunch of darts stuck in it because he just uses it as his dartboard and he's like, fuck it. Right into Al's Al. head. Fuck you, get away from my wife, Al. Poor Terry. <laughs> Poor Terry. Hey, speaking of Terry, I got White Terry watching over us again, so... uh Oh, great him, white Terry. Make him make him proud. Great white Terry. <laughs> DB Sweeney watching us. Great great white Terry. You get him to you you just go and chum the waters and he shows up eventually. <laughs> he's yeah, he's you just throw in He's villainized throw in like bland food and he shows up. He's villainized far far beyond what he's actually capable of. <laughs> yes. My favorite thing about sharks, Johnny. They're kind of dumb. They're yeah. kind. They're kind of really dumb. <laughs> I mean, you kind of look at their eyes; they're just glazed over. I just watched a shark movie with my nephews. I went and visited my nephews in Texas, uh-huh. and we watched The Meg Two. Oh hell yeah! How was that? It was hilarious. Nice. I need to watch those. It was a hoot. Yeah, they're fun. They were obsessed with The Meg. Like I guess last weekend they'd watched The Meg, and so this weekend when I was visiting, we watched The Meg Two. And Jason Statham basically plays Jason Statham, and he. <laughs> punches a shark he picks up a helicopter rotor and stabs a shark with it in the mouth oh hell yeah pretty cool man if you don't like a jason statham movie i mean that's okay that's fine but they're just a fun time there's a good time he just wants to have a good time and kill some sharks he just he just wants to keep his his blood his heart rate above what was it like 120 or so he doesn't die on crank (laughs) crank two high voltage is a wild movie I was actually thinking about rewatching that. I just remember being insane when I saw it. I've only seen it was on the TV at Kuma's once. And that's all I've seen of Crank. I was just like, what is this that's going on? Oh, yeah, it's a wild movie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the cover is Wanda kind of like caressing Spawn and like wrapped in his cape. Yeah. And uh, Terry Fitzgerald would be pissed. Yeah. Even White Terry would be pissed. Yeah, White, White Terry would be exceptionally pissed. Although he wouldn't yeah, show it, he would he just that white man rage. He would just hold it inside and be like, "No, it's fine. I'm okay." Very deep down, but yeah, those are the two covers for three twenty four. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Pretty cool covers. I think they're pretty great. And we crack it open, and we got the credits. And it's like we were saying, it's Rory McConville on script plot. No Todd McFarlane to be found. What the heck, Johnny? What? Oh, I'm looking at a. Uh... A picture of the Spawn 324 cover, and for some reason, it's got the trade dress that says 323 on it on the internet. That's weird. That's very weird. On the image website? Well, it's it's on... What is it on? Mine does, too. Golden Apple Comics. It says... I'm it, on cover price, and it says 323 on 324. <laughs> weird. Man. But the other... The, that is weird. But like the Walmart, the Walmart picture has three twenty four on it because it's literally like a picture of a comic book. It's not the stock photo. So, I guess maybe when they mocked up together the like the image for previews, they forgot to change the number on the dress. Yeah, and it says Todd McFarlane. Weird. That is weird. But it's not Todd McFarlane. No, it's not. It's Roy McConville. Yeah. Right in the script plot. Woo! But. 
the artist didn't change. Artist nope. is the same. We oh, still yeah. got Carlo Barberi on art. Yeah, doing the doing the good doing the good work. It's actually very hard to pay attention to the credits with all that good art just over here on the other side of the. I know. <laughs> I keep looking over and being like, "Look at all those guys stabbed." Oh, look at all those look at all those swords breaking the panel borders. Man, Carlo Barberi, good artist. Hot take. Hot take. We've also got. Something that hasn't changed oh. for a long time. Oh, definitely not. Tom Warzachowski on lettering. Hell yeah. And we know he's been there since the get-go. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we got J. David Ramos on colors, who has been there since Carlo Barberi's come by, basically. Nice. Basically. Doing a good job. Doing a good job. Covered the covers. We covered the covers. Yeah, we did. It's never it's never truly a spawn issue without the Todd Father. And here the Todd Father comes in as creative director, so I still got that. That Todd Father stamp of approval there. A little touch of the Todd. Ooh, ooh, I like that. A touch of the Todd. A touch of the Todd. Ooh. Ooh, that gave me tingles, And then a Johnny. touch of the Tom. Because we got Thomas <laughs> Healy as editor. Ah. The hot... I wish... I can't think of a good way to shoehorn Thomas Healy's name into Midas Touch. He's got the Thomas Touch. Yeah. I guess that's the closest we're going to get, so... Good job. Thomas Touch sounds a little creepy. <laughs> it does. The Healy Touch? Maybe the Healy Touch. The Healy Healing, because he heals these issues and brings them all together. He's he's a doctor because he heals it. Dr. Healy. <laughs> Stat. Yeah. Edit this comic. <laughs> so previously in Spawn... After a vicious battle with one of the vampire clans in which Spawn refuses to make an alliance... Spawn summons the undead to end the fight quickly. Hurt, he escapes back to his lair. Alone. Oh, poor guy. He does the... He yeah, does it the... ended real sad. He was, like, sitting there, like, collapsing. Like, I can't do this he's, much longer. He's like John Michael walking home in uh, Arrested Development with the, <laughs> with the sad uh, Peanut song playing in the background. Basically, he was. He was just sad, and he was by himself. Uh, some of that he did to himself because he kicked Mark out or scared him off. Yeah, he he kicked he kicked she spun and Mark out, and he was like, "Somebody touched my monkey," um, and everybody's like, "Dude, none of we us touched touch your, your monkey. monkey." But Spawn says, "A wise monkey never monkeys with another monkey's monkey." So you get the fuck out of here. Kicked him right out. <laughs> that was that was a plaque hanging in my grandmother's basement that I will never forget. A wise monkey. Don't monkey with another monkey's monkey? Yes, indeed. Wow. That's deep. Oh, yeah. My grandma had a plaque in her bathroom. It was like a person washing their hands, and it was like they're using the towels, and it was a hand towel that she embroidered, and it said, Don't be bashful, treat them rough. You're our <laughs> guest, and that's enough. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, just treat those towels rough. Oh, man. That's good. That's, I mean, at least it's not the serenity prayer. I can't tell you how many Oklahoma bathrooms I've been in that it's like the serenity prayer is larger than the mirror that you get to look into. And it's like, but I need to, <laughs> I need to see in the mirror. I need to look. I have my, my, might be my brother's house. They have something in the bathroom that says, Everyone wants to change the world, but no one wants to change the toilet paper roll. Oh. Be the change. That's uh that's passive. So naturally aggression I didn't change the toilet paper roll just to prove just you to didn't, be contrary. You didn't you didn't even flush the toilet after you used the whole roll. You're just like sure ha, ha, look at look at my look upon my work and weep. <laughs>
It was a good. Te- it was a Texas toilet. So that toilet's free and independent. Nice. Also has a has no no flow regulations, so it will just blast that shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was funny last year when it was so cold all over the country, like right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. My brother said on his neighborhood app, people were like, oh, the water's off. What's going on? And he was like, no, it froze. Yeah. Because like, people didn't know that like that happened because it just never had happened in Texas. And there's not enough, in, like people don't have insulation because they didn't really need it until a few years ago. Yeah. And since it traditionally doesn't get super cold in Texas, they don't bury the pipes as far down as right, they do exactly. everywhere else. They don't, they don't. So. Yeah. But instead of burying the pipes... Let's bury the sword and get into this issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we got some swords. Basically, we open up on this battle scene. It looks a lot like that Francis Ford Coppola Dracula after Vlad the Impaler. Yes, it does at the beginning. I love, I love, yeah. I love that shot of that one body just like slowly, slowly scooting down the the pike that it's on. Yeah, you can kind of see that happening here with yeah. these guys all on their pikes. You know, if it was in motion, that'd definitely be going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we got we got swords buried everywhere. There are so many ding-dang swords here, Johnny. There's so many swords. You got to imagine that these are goblins sp- impaled upon their own swords. Because ain't nobody has that many swords to throw away. <laughs> can you can you imagine medieval's just out there pulling pulling swords out of nowhere and, and leaving them? <laughs> no, he wouldn't do that. These are definitely their own swords. Yeah. But see, I was confused. I thought was this a flashback, but I guess this is in this era. So this is currently happening. Yeah, this is from when the in the last issue when the helmet went on Mark's head and he wasn't feeling too sassy and he disappeared. Right. He went out and did some stuff. Medieval took him just to go kill a whole bunch of goblins. Look at these guys. Yeah, he was like, "We're gonna go, we're gonna go do some fellowship of the ring shit." It was, it was like we're supposed to, we're supposed to raid at seven, Mark. We're supposed to raid at seven. If you're not ready at seven, I'm taking you whether you want it or not. And well, you know, raiding time came, and Mark was like, "But I gotta go to class." Too bad. Too bad. Too bad. Your college but degree can wait. Only come out at night, <laughs> and they've been hunting animals. Ah, uh, they've been hunting something. Here she comes. He's an orc. Here, whoa! Here he comes. <laughs> He's an orc killer. <laughs> not orc goblin. He's a goblin killer. What's the difference between goblins and orcs? Uh, buh, buh, buh. goblins are in the Hobbit, and orcs are in Lord of the Rings. I know. Th- I know that there's 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 an actual difference, and I do believe it's their it's their lineage and where they come from. Okay. So, because you got goblins, you got orcs, you got urukai. Well, because urukai so are basically men and orcs, like yeah, together, it's right? it's like a a genetic. A genetic crossbreed between goblins and orcs, I think. Oh, it is. Um, or elves. I think it's elves. It's elves. elves. They're elves and elves. orcs. Yeah. Right. Yikes! Uh, we're gonna we're gonna Johnny. We're we're raiding into dangerous waters here. We're gonna get a lot of a lot of emails about actually. <laughs> well, actually, I was well, when I was in my brother's house. He had the bought the Magic the Gathering Lord of the Rings decks that they made recently. Oh, nice. And if you really want to piss up the nerds, here's here's, here's a little info. Uh-huh. On their cards, they just they depict Aragorn as black. Oh, oh no, we can't be doing so that. So you know that pisses Johnny. off some nerds. <laughs> but it was cool. They were fun. It was a fun game of magic. I kicked my brother's ass. Uh Johnny, did you did you call your brother a nerd? Because only nerds have magic. <laughs> I did. I said, "You nerd! Now let me play with you." 
And then, then did he fire back with me a nerd? <laughs> You've got a spawn podcast. <laughs> yeah, there's really nothing you can really say. <laughs> what what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Be embarrassed about a spawn podcast? Fuck no, this is great. No, this is great. Hell I yeah, we're some, nerds. Uh, family members' eyes glaze over last night when I was trying to explain <laughs> to them about spawn, and they were just like, oh. Because everyone gets real excited when you tell them you have a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Some people still get excited when you tell them it's a Spong podcast. They get more excited or they're like, oh, I love that guy. I remember him. But some people just are like, uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've I've had several conversations where people are like, oh, a podcast, do tell. Oh, Spawn, no. No, thank you. <laughs> it's either that or people are like, I used to like Spawn. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, or they're just like, I don't know what that is, but I'll listen to it. That's... I get a lot of that. I get a lot of a lot of the the my international coworkers are just like, sure. <laughs> What's that? I don't know what it is, but let's get to they it. They obviously haven't been hanging out, and uh, they're not from Paris or South America because Spawn seems pretty big in France and in uh, uh, South America. It seems pretty big too. There's a lot of Spawn fans. Yeah, but I mean, much like I mean, in America, a lot of people don't know Spawn either. So that's true. That's it's just it's it seems big to us, Johnny, because it encompasses our whole life almost, the whole thing. Yeah, Wanda tried to say that I had enough Spawn stuff a couple of days ago, and I was like, oh, uh oh, <laughs> you keep you keep on that. We'll we'll circle back to that. We'll circle back. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll come back and see what they say. Yeah. We'll see what you say after year five of Spawn gone. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, yeah, I'm probably going to then at that point be uh, given an ultimatum. <laughs> yep. Maybe we'll, we'll have to have like a storage unit, like, like Batman in the dark Knight, where he has like his secondary location. It's like oh, yeah. the city. We'll have like a secret spawn bunker that will, it'll be perfectly between our two houses. And, and that's, we'll go there. that's where we record and keep all our stuff, but it, it won't yes. be, it won't be climate controlled. So we'll just be. <laughs> We'll be just bundled up and be like, <laughs> so Johnny, how's, how'd you like that spawn today? <laughs> it was a little chilly. <laughs> well, Johnny, speaking of chilly, I don't have a good thing, but we should probably get right back into this issue of spawn. We've, <laughs> yep. we've yep, veered we, off we, course. We obviously haven't recorded in a few weeks because we're just goofing around. <laughs> Quite quickly. We're this... not avoiding this issue. This is a good yeah, issue. This, this is a good uh, issue. We're in McConville. Yeah. Um, it opens up with this orc battle uh -huh, and uh -huh. Mark is just like, oh man, not again. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like he's woken up from a bender and like he instead of losing his shoe, he's he's lost his helmet and killed a whole bunch of orcs. So he's just like looking around at what he's done and he's like, Oh fuck. Ah, jeez. I lost my shoes on a cruise one time when I was too drunk. I woke up without my shoes. Oh boy. I've never been so drunk I lost my shoes. Well, You've never been on a cruise. Obviously, yeah. I don't... Well, Johnny, I don't like being out of sight of land. The ocean scares me well, too much. Well, after COVID, there's really no reason to go on a cruise anymore. Oh, yeah. No, definitely not. <laughs> but yeah, Mark wakes up, and he's like, what happened? Where am I? Yeah. And there's just dead orcs everywhere. Sorry, goblins. God damn it. Oh, jeez. I've been doing the same thing. I mean, Johnny, I've heard of Coyote Ugly, but this is, this is next level. This is next yeah. level. What, Coyote Ugly means, like, that's just the day after, right? Yeah, the way they describe it in the film is uh, when you wake up and somebody's sleeping on your arm and you'd much rather chew your arm off than bother waking them up, that's Coyote Oh, <laughs> I get it. Because a coyote, if he's talking to trap, will chew his leg off. Yeah. Is that why? Yeah. And you just, oh. you, you just don't want to even deal with, with what happened at all. Just 
you just want to get out of there. <laughs> That's kind of how Mark's feeling right here, because he's like, okay, I just killed a shitload of goblins. Yeah, and here comes here comes Jim Downing, just like with a bag full of Gatorade and some French fries, and he's like, hey, buddy, let's talk this over. <laughs> Let's talk. I mean, they do a very hungover thing and go to a diner. They do. That's kind of what do. you do when you're hungover. You go to a diner. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and then Mark's just like, Jim, where the hell you been? You disappeared from that hospital with Freak and Sigurd. No one's seen you for, like, many issues. What the hell happened? He's like, they tried to get me. They tried. Uh, so he, he just he just disappeared. He disappeared. He donned We know. We know where he was. Yeah. He was in Green World. Yeah, he was, he, he was, was in Green World, I bet. He was, uh, he was, uh... Hanging out with the green. He was hanging out with Swamp hanging Thing out. in the green. Well, I mean, it's Jim Downing. He's kind of like a surfer stoner, so he was probably hanging out with the green, too. Yeah, you know what well, I, mean? He, I mean, he was hanging out with the Parliament of Trees, and they were smoking themselves, Jim. <laughs> they were smoking themselves. <laughs> hey, take a hit of the, the Oracle. It's like, hey, hit this. It's part of me. Get a, <laughs> get a load of me. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like how uh, as Jim Downing jumps from the, the rock he's on, you see that there's just, like, medieval paraphernalia scattered all over the place. There's the helmet. There's his cape. There's the, the shield. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I'll do. Sometimes when I'm, if I go out after after work or get like, you know, go out with some friends, I'll come back and I guess I'll just when I'm drunk or like, you just like ready to pass you out. Just take your clothes take my off. clothes off on the way to bed, and Wanda <laughs> will be like, "Did you get you got raptured last night?" <laughs> Absolutely. Like my clothes are just on the couch. Absolutely. As long as you've remembered to close and lock the door, I think it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually that's the that's the that's the best part the main as long thing. as I'm in the door. Don't let any pets out or anything like that. <laughs> so yeah, Jim's like, How'd you find me? Or Mark's like, How'd you find me, Jim? And he's like, Don't worry about it. You look hungover. It's time to go to a diner. Yeah. And they go to downtown diner. And it's uh it's and one of those eat. they got good food, it says. Yeah, it's one of those uh it's air conditioned. It's one of those little like old fashioned silver silver and blue diners. Like like yep. Where Mary Jane works in Spider Man. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of those in Chicago. They used to go to one. I don't know if it's real, but they used to go to one on ER. That was supposed to be like downtown somewhere. I don't know if it's actually real or not. There's there's I mean there's there's one that's like in a train car. Yeah, but I don't think it's a diner. It's like a restaurant. Yeah, there's that, and then there's there's another one that was like an Italian restaurant that I actually think's been closed for a few years. That was sad. Yeah. But yeah, there are a couple. No, but it's like a classic diner with like the red, oh, the red leather booth. booth. Yeah, yeah. I, I like how it's got coat coat hooks at the booth. That's dope. Oh, nice. Those are cool. Nice little detail there. And Mark's got a hell of a go bag there. He's just got got all of his. Uh... Yeah, it looks like a looks like a, his bag looks like a chair. Yeah, it does. I can't imagine. How I guess big... that's the bag he packed when he left when he left Al's. Yeah. Yep. 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 yep, yep. And they're they're just drop. They're just. Kind of trading spawn stories. <laughs> like Jim says yep. something and Mark's like, yeah, well, what lecture did you get from him? <laughs> well, he kicked me out of his house. Yeah. And then Jim's trying to figure out where Mark sits vis-a-vis Al, especially with this recent getting dehomed, getting the boot. Getting the boot, just wandering around, killing, killing goblins. Yeah, yeah. I like how he says, I can't remember the last time I actually did something normal. I mean, 
relatively speaking. <laughs> He's like, I just wanna, I just wanna collate some copies. I just wanna fucking make a schedule for somebody. <laughs> Please ask me to edit your PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah, I'm a reporter, man. I'm not a fucking medieval killer, even though I am now. Yeah, and here you go. He, I was messing around with it one night. Yeah, right. You, you put it on. You wanted to be a. You wanted to take a selfie. You wanted to be fat and sassy, or whatever he said. Yeah, it's feeling a little sassy. He's feeling, it lets us see how sassy he looks. Yeah. I like how he asks how long the helmet thing's been going on. Like, it's, he just found out that he was dating, dating somebody he shouldn't have been. And it's like, how long has that been going on? Yeah. Maybe, maybe you should uh, put an end to that toot sweet. And he's, and whenever he does, it just follows him around. He wakes up in a field covered yeah. in maggot guts or demon corpses. Yeah. Maggot guts? Ugh. That's crazy. That's too much. Too much. Yeah, that'd be quite a bender if you wake up just surrounded with corpses all the time. The corpses! The corpses! Then we get the, the opening quote as they're leaving the diner. They, there's no check left on that table, Johnny. Did they, please tell me they paid. There's no one else in the diner. Okay, there's two other people sitting there. But it doesn't look like there's any employees. Nope, not at all. Hopefully they paid. Also, Mark didn't eat Yeah, he didn't he didn't his burger at all. So sad. And and Jim Downing's like, Well, if you guess if you trust if you trust Al, why have you told him about the helmet? And then we get the silent. This little silence. It's just like and then Jim, as we all know, he says, look, I know Al means well, but he's not exactly the most stable guy. Yeah, he's a, but Johnny, he's a stable genius. Yeah, he's yeah. Spawn, we all know, is a stable genius. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get a nice little panel of just Al surrounded by a whole bunch of people he just killed and basically Jim Downing's tirade against him. He's like, he doesn't give a shit about other people. He just keeps charging forward like he's trying to get himself killed. And it impacts all of them. Well, that's true. That's, he's kind of like a raging bull. He ripped a hole in time for fuck's sake, yeah. says, says Jim. Yeah. And maybe it is doing more harm than good. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, it did escalate the war pretty hard. Yeah, yeah it did. By trapping everyone there and by bringing all the spawns there. He did. And he also did accidentally participate further war by trying to help somebody. So <laughs> It's true. It's true. And then Jim's trying to. So we've already seen the aftermath of this where Jim's trying to. Yes. Enroll him he's into planting his. planting those seeds. His uh, overthrow of Spawn Overlord. Yes, we're him and the boys. Shit, dude. You want to stage a coup? Just like shit, dude. Who's going to take Al's power? You? That's not what I'm saying, is what Jim Downing says. And then they kind of allude to the scores, Jerry's like, yo, Jessica and I were trying to get a team together, but he kicked us out. Yeah. Uh, how's that been he working out? He run every damn mission himself. Shitty. <laughs> and then Mark's like, well, I mean... It might not be the best, it might not be the best option, or, like, the the most ideal choice, but at least he knew Susan was dead. Like, he knows shit, so he yeah. might be an asshole, but at least he's, you know, informed. And then, whoosh! There's a sudden wind gust, and Mark is distracted. Yeah. Turn, oh my god, and then there's just a bunch of angel folks. Yeah, we've seen these people before. They say, secure the hell spawn. Which one? I think they want medieval. Man, the both of the boys have just like such meaty necks at the bottom of this panel. <laughs> I know they're like, oh! <laughs> it's cracking me up a little bit. <laughs> Some great goatee work there on Mark. Oh, yeah, yeah. He takes he takes good care of it. It's very precise. Even though he's been unhoused, he still has time to shave. Yep. I mean, you gotta you gotta take a little bit of personal pride, Johnny. 
That's what it is, little person. Let me zoom out, and these people are reading the exact comic we've been reading on Hoopla. Yeah, look at that. These, you these, see the panels on like, the screen. These two, these two science ladies like to watch it to or read it together, <laughs> so they can pretend to be working, but they're just getting caught up on the newest exploits of Albert Simmons and his ilk. And it doesn't say it here, but I bet this is the lab where they're keeping all those spawns. Yeah, this the the lady in the red shirt with the black hair definitely definitely Comes seems uh, familiar to me. Yeah, and they're basically the Vatican paid big money to get their pet spawn back by any means necessary. Yeah, so now we know that it's medieval that that's the hell spawn that they want. Right. Jim Downing's doing his best human torch right here. He's saying, flame on! Green flame on! Put on the helmet! And then he's got his, his new Nike... He's, he's got his, his new Nike sponsorship. And so he says, just do it! Nike! And he turns to the camera and gives a thumbs up before he jumps into battle. <laughs> well, first they zap him away from, like, civilization because they're like, okay, we gotta get away from here so no one sees us. Yeah, he does a shadow blast without having to blast through the shadows, Johnny. Must be some of those green world powers. He just he just does a regular a regular ambient light blast. They they materialize several miles away out of any public. Yeah, and Jim's like they showed up where people could see them, so this is some heavy shit. So you got to protect yourself, Mark. And then Mark puts on the helmet and transforms, and he goes roll out. Transform. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um. He becomes a big old medieval. And he grabs one of the angels, and then. Jim starts shooting lasers out of his eyes at the angels. Yeah. And Medieval is chopping their heads off and smashing their heads in and stabbing them right through the chest. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And he says, to him, the 21st century is a world of pain. Yeah. Because he's just been captured ever since he got there. Been killed like three times since he got here. Yeah. Medieval's got to be exhausted. Yeah, he's been he's been held captive. He's been made to like forced to do killings for other people all this kind of nonsense it's just been rough on him and he's vowed that he would never be a prisoner again and that he would not rest until he had paid every one of his captives back tenfold so he's got he's got a lot of work to do tenfold especially according to a couple of issues ago where or episodes ago where he was uh where they're in hell and he's like oh boy i can hear my enemies the sounds of my enemies and that's a lot of that's a lot of enemies for him to take on johnny Think about all those goblins just screaming. Yeah. And then Jim Downing punches this, <laughs> punches one of the angels jaw just like right off, just like dislocates it. This angel's got like a bowl cut too. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's something that you like to sing, David, oh. if you want to go ahead. Blackened feathers falling down. I just, yep. I, I just did the singing if you heard it or not. <laughs> nope, it, it's too high-pitched for the internet, but you'll hear it at home. Yes, indeed. Discord just can't handle it. It's the blackened feathers falling down. Yes, indeed. And then just, like, blood still just going everywhere. Oh, man. So these first five angels are the first to test his bl taste his blade, Johnny, but they won't be the last. Speaking of his blade, it's pretty cool. So does this mean... Are we t are we to believe that that means that when medieval attacked and killed all these goblins, he didn't use his actual medieval sword? He just used the goblins' weapons against them because that's that's pretty intense. I mean, unless they didn't yeah. count. <laughs> I think they're the first five angels to taste his blade. Okay, the first angels, I think, is what it means. Okay, because he's he's just mad at heaven for capturing him. Yeah, he's the first angels. He's got a chance to kill. Okay, okay, yeah, that makes sense. He's mad at the Vatican, which you know. Fair. <laughs> same, girl. Same. Yeah, same. <laughs> but, you know, speaking of his sword, it's pretty cool. It's, like, really yeah. it's got this crazy hilt and, like, a spawn logo on it. Yeah, and it's 
It's got like one of the things like the hand guards are also sharpened. So like he could use them to cut with too. It's just like, oh. Yeah, it's like Kylo Ren's sword, kind of. This is kind of like one of those swords that you could almost, almost just looking at it, you cut yourself because it's so dangerous. That's why that's yeah, why Medieval has to wear all the armor so he doesn't accidentally nick himself <laughs> swinging it around. And more angels are coming, and Jim Downing's like, we got to get out of here. My powers are, my unstable powers are waning. Yeah. This guy's Mark in a helmet. We got to go. Yeah, and Medieval's there just like, he's about to do the... The Green Rangers call to the the mat call to the who does he call his tiger? Do so you have a tiger or an eagle? The eagle's the white ranger. Yeah, so it's I don't the, know. it was his tiger. No, because the saber tooth yeah, tiger was the yellow. Ah, uh, god damn it, Johnny! Hey, I don't know. Green Ranger, Green Ranger. People are screaming at their mics right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not at their mics at their at the podcast right now. They're like he was the this dude. He was the this he was dude. the. Oh. I thought it was the eagle, but I think that's when he was the White Ranger. The Dragon Zord. So it was oh, like a the dragon. dragon Zord, that big dragon. So it, it looked. That. It was basically Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that now. He would start flying. It's in. made with made with space titanium. Oh. <laughs> no, no, it, it's not. But that's what Mecha Godzilla is made out of: is space titanium and future tech. <laughs> oh oh boy every every godzilla movie that has mecha godzilla godzilla in it is more insane than than the the last one it's an, it's incredible. i loved it when he showed up in godzilla versus kong i was like yeah Mecha godzilla because <laughs> it's it's alternatively uh like captained by the government and or terrorists and or space pirates and or yes. and or androids androids piloted it at one point and or cassian andor and cass oh man and then he gets the the plans to the fucking death, death star, star. He, he rides mecha godzilla to destroy the death star yeah that's that's the only weak that's the only weakness that the death star has johnny forget about forget about exhaust ports which you know shout out to the plumbers plumbers union uh Local sixty six on a on the Death Star, right? <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that's how they came up with his name. They're like, we should call this guy Steve and or Chris, and they're like, what if we called him and or? <laughs> I mean, you're probably not not far off, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think a, a naming session for Star Wars people is much like that old Mitch Hedberg joke about how he wants to uh, be somebody who names kitchen gadgets <laughs> and be like, well, what's this do? It keeps ship fresh. Well, that's a fresher. <laughs> I'm going on break. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Jim takes him back to where he's been hiding out, which yeah. is like some kind of warehouse place. Yeah, it's a groovy loft downtown is what it looks like. And this is where you get the first little conversation between not Mark, but like medieval spawn, Sir John of York yeah. and Jim. And Sir John of York's just like, Get your hands away from me. Yeah. Slaps him away. He Mark Mark is friends with Jim. Medieval just doesn't have time for Jim. He's just like, come on. What's with the what's with the what's with the hair? This is seriously, how long do you spend on that hair? Just we got work to do. <laughs> he calls him an abomination. Yeah. Abomination. Both heaven and hell. Man, there's lots of people with marks of heaven and hell going on. We got what uh, Haunt now. We got Jim Downing. 
We got uh, spoilers. I guess we already covered that issue. Gunslinger Javi. now has the yeah. He's the got wings the those him. wings in him. Everyone's just mixing. They're mixing. You got your hell in my heaven, or you got your heaven in my hell. <laughs> he just he just went to Harold's because he's got those wings in him. <laughs> mm. Man, there's a, there's a Harold's truck that is occasionally by work, and oh boy, Harold's day is is a fine thing. You get the wings. Yeah. There's there's actually two trucks, one that has the full Harold's menu and one that only oh. sells wings. And the better of the two trucks is the one that only sells wings. Do you get like sauce on them? Yeah, yeah, got you got to get that mild sauce. Mild sauce. Mild sauce is delicious. It's a mm. it's a special it's a special Chicago thing for all those who out there listening who don't know what it is. It's not just like a mild hot sauce. It's its own thing. Right. It's great. It's its own thing. It's very good. It's delicious. But yeah, they're they're having a a hot conversation here is basically medieval is just like kind of negging Mark <laughs> saying he's, you know, yeah. heaven and hell. I'm Sir John of York. Yeah. I do like medieval says kept focus. I'm unfamiliar with those words. And again, same girl, <laughs> same. <laughs> I am very un- unfamiliar with keeping focus. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yep. but Jim's like, I mean, I know you think I'm an abomination, but we've got common enemies. We should pay attention to them. And medieval like, is intrigued. Me. Intrigued by Jim Downing. So medieval is accessing Mark's memories. He's just like like a human computer who's just he's like going through his memory palace. He's like, okay, there's Mark's things. Okay. Uh Mark thinks this is a cool guy. Okay. Go. Yeah, Mark likes him, and I've been stealing his body. It's you know, yeah. he might be okay. He says, "I'll do a favor, and uh, I'll do you the favor and lower my sword." <laughs> and Jim's like, "What?" <laughs> like he doesn't realize just how how close he came to not having to worry about how well coiffed his hair is because his head no longer on his body. I like how medieval just casually refers to him as abomination. He's like, "Let us be clear, abomination." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then he just he just. He just zoips out of there, and and so we we know now Mark's hung over again. that Mark's body doesn't grow to the size of medieval Hulk style, because if it did, then his head would remain in the helmet as it grew. But since the helmet falls off and it's not just sitting on Mark's head, I imagine he's like Krang style in the body <laughs> in the middle, or like of a Pacific Rim. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like the it's what's like he's the... piloting a Jaeger. Yeah, Pacific Rim. Excellent movie. Oh yeah, I just watched it a couple months ago. Yeah, it was great. It's fucking it's fucking good. It's good as hell. Guillermo del Toro, great it's filmmaker, so hot take. Hot Johnny, that is the And ho- big proponent of physical media. That that take is too hot, Johnny. We're gonna get in trouble for that. I still have this dragon. But yeah, he, you would love that we're reading comic books because he loves physical media. He's just on a big he and Christopher Nolan have been making the rounds be like, you must buy Oppenheimer on disc because the streaming services will take it away. The, the streaming services will continue to remove films or not put films on their service so they can get a tax rate off of it. And they'll do it so many yep. times that the, <laughs> that the uh, IRA or IRS, will, the IRA, whew, I hope it's not so bad that the IRA is coming over here. Yeah. That the IRS is just like, let me, let me, let me look at the books, Warner Brothers. Let me, let me look at the books. Thank you, Wiley e. Coyote Looney Tunes movie for uh, exposing the terrible tax practices of the Warner Brothers. Evidently that movie is supposed to be pretty good too. Uh, nice. According to... Miller and Lord, the guys who did Lego movie saw it and they said it was really good. Hell yeah. And they should release it. I mean, at this point, regardless of if it's good or not, it's it's got a massive story, so we've all gotta watch it anyway. 
I know. I remember they they canceled that Batwoman that went away. Well, yeah, they finished it, and then they they showed they finished it. And they're like, this is no good. Yeah, and then they. I think they showed the cast and crew. You know, honestly, with the superhero fatigue we've got going on, it probably wasn't very good. Yeah, I mean, there was there was one interview where somebody who was like, seriously, all politics aside, it just fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that happens, man. Yeah. Movies are hard to make. What can we say? Yeah, and that's that's fine. I mean, it would have. It would have. I mean, I don't know, because DC has a problem making movies. I know controversial opinion, but uh, this new movie that they just put out, Blue Beetle, they show such amazing restraint in it that they should be making more superhero movies like that instead of trying to fucking get on the Snyderverse. Oh, did you watch Blue Beetle? Blue Beetle's great. Yeah. Okay. It's it's good. That's cool. It's good. Any fun cameos in it? Um, no, not 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 really. Like like superhero cameos or famous people cameos. Like superhero cameos. Um. They refer to, no, they refer to Batman, and you see the original Blue Beetle. Okay. But it doesn't really stray too far out of out of. I don't know own. if, like, Henry Cavill showed up. Oh, yeah, no, shit. no, nothing big like that. Oh, okay, but okay. George Lopez plays the crazy uncle, and it's great. <laughs> I remember the trailer he calls Batman a fascist. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. He does do that. He does it in the film, too. <laughs> Whoa, I thought it was just in the trailer. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, with those new things, those that that new I don't know if it's so new anymore, but that lawsuit where they might not be able to show things in the trailer that aren't in the movie or exactly right. as they appear in the movie. For yesterday. This fucking sucks. It was sucked that movie. Yeah. And then all those all those people were like, I wanna see it just for this one person and then they weren't in the movie. Maybe they should have just not made that movie. Like at all? Yeah. Maybe. I didn't care for it. I didn't I didn't watch Weirdly, it because I thought I saw it was it in dumb. <laughs> John, oh, Johnny. Was that a uh, It was back when I was going like every Tuesday. Nice. Must have been an Eloy's day to pick, because I would not have picked that movie. <laughs> oh man, just uh, <laughs> nothing nothing like having your own platform to just blast your friends on, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, take that Eloy. <laughs> Watching yesterday and shit. Yeah. That's uh that's probably what Jim and Mark are here saying. Jim is like, What you watched? You watched yesterday voluntarily? And Mark's like, yeah, what about it? I watch everything. Jim's largely like, just don't think about what I told you. Think think about what if, think about the proposition. Well, uh, I'll circle back. And then Mark's just left standing in the alley with uh, the medieval helmet. Just like. He's basically just like kind of trying to convince him. He's a little planting the seeds for that later coup. Yeah. It happens later here. Once again, Johnny, we get bored while we're reading and we decide to just flip through the channels to see what's on. And what's on again is nothing but news. <laughs> nothing but news. Why is there only news on? Jesus. There's been marches. So the C CRN lady says there's been marches mm -hmm, mm -hmm. basically asking for greater transparency in the government. Yep, yep. And it's basically response to Al Simmons revealing himself and those issues we covered where he did the interviews with Brock the Shock. Yes, yes. Fennel. The Info News guy. Info, info, yeah, Info News. Um, Johnny, this Info News guy is much too much like the CRN lady now. I much preferred when he was just, like, commenting on people's clothing. <laughs> yeah, he was, like, entertainment. He was, like, worked for E. But now it's now it's basically just, like, like maybe he'll... He'll he'll mention some rumors or like something that's not been triple verified that the CRN lady can't say yet. So it's still got a little bit of a flavor, but it's not quite as different. So, right, they kind of become the same thing. Yeah, hey, that's just showing how this twenty four hour news cycle. It's all yeah, 
And then, the same damn thing. And they mentioned Johnny. They mentioned a certain location that you and I are uh, very familiar with. Sure do. Sure do. They talk There's about a gathering in Chicago. A gathering in Chicago. I wonder how close to the 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 image, the whatever we're referring to it as the incident. <laughs> Was it a riot? Could we call it a riot? I don't remember. In the in the wake of George Floyd, there was a lot of looting. There was a lot of windows broken. Man, the, the liquor stores all over the West Side were were just like decimated. Yeah, it was the one across the street from me got looted, and it was actually uh, really scary. And I don't like to think about it. Yeah, yeah it it kind of <laughs> fucking sucked. Yeah, but I mean, but, but I mean, it's twenty twenty one, so it probably is a reference to that. Yeah, I would I would assume so. I would assume, uh, especially for Thanksgiving times. I'm sure it was very still very top of mind for those. Uh, Certain certain family members to bring up at dinner. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, I got asked like three times yesterday how safe I feel at my apartment, and I was like, pretty safe. Yeah. I mean, pretty safe. Yeah. I mean, say honestly, honestly, safer here than I ever felt in Oklahoma. All the problems they want to level at Chicago, they're going on everywhere. Yeah. There's there's people. Tent cities are like Tulsa's just as bad as Chicago. Yeah. Other cities, it's just it's just by per capita. There's a lot more people in Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It just happens. But Johnny, you know it just happens. I mean, look at Brock the Shock Fennel's jacket. That is wild. Woo. Man. He looks like a fancy leprechaun. <laughs> He looks like he he looks like fucking it, it like that's his his word of results for the last month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, green and green and yellow and red, yeah. <laughs> or green and yellow and brown. Look, I'm all in favor of revolution for pushing back against big government. <laughs> but can someone please explain to me what these idiots are even hoping to achieve? <laughs> We don't ask, we demand! Fucking drone strikes, that's where the black budget dollars have been going, believe you me! <laughs> oh boy. It's funny that he calls out uh, that this is just a pantomime, a circle jerk photo op for a bunch of conspiracy mad alt-right fanatics. It's like, Brock, <laughs> isn't that you? I mean, dear, dear pot, meat kettle. Well, he's saying that all the alt-right and Antifa are working together. Yeah. So he's definitely got the crazy uncle yeah. galaxy brain going on. Yeah. He's definitely, definitely warning you about stuff about. Yeah, don't you remember, David? Whenever we worked for Antifa at the riots, got paid all that money. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm still, I'm still living on my Santos bucks. Don't you know? Yeah, I'm living fat and happy <laughs> off of it. <laughs> oh man. Then, then, then once again, Johnny, we're thrust again into the realm of the meta, where we pull back and we, we see Alice watching the news that we just watched. <laughs> yep. He's watching Brock the Shock. I like how he's watching all of it at the same time. Um, I like to do that sometimes, like, like, because I've got two monitors. I've got my laptop with an extra monitor, and then I've got the television, and then I've also got a Bluetooth bar, and sometimes I'll, I'll Bluetooth the bar to my phone and put Godzilla on the TV and then have two dumb things running simultaneously on my laptop just so I can walk around. And wherever I look in my house, I'm seeing something different. And it's like, oh, look at that. Oh, oh look at that. Oh, look at, listen to this song. Oh, look at that. It's fun. If you've never. Keeps you distracted. Oh, man. If you've never just like surrounded yourself by a whole bunch of screens watching different things, it's amazing. It's a lot like being at uh, Best Buy as a child. <laughs> yes. Am I trying to um, return once again to the safety of childhood, Johnny? I do not know. We do not have time to discuss that. Maybe. Maybe. I remember I used to like listen to the radio, have the TV on mute and read a book at the same time. Nice. When I was a kid, so I, there you go. I do that sometimes. I remember I remember 
I was in seventh grade when I learned that there were certain things that you can't listen to and read at the same time. True. Like musicals, you can't listen to a musical soundtrack and read at the same time. Nope, it doesn't work. Um, nope. Weirdly enough, from I usually listen, I listen to music without words when I read. Usually, ah, yeah. Without lyrics, that's true. That's words, true. Whatever. Weirdly enough, for me, I can't read and listen to Primus. I don't. I don't. Mm. I don't know why. Hmm. It's probably all that bass. Yeah, Al's watching the news. He gets and then boom, stuck up on someone shows up. Yeah, I like. I like how. Uh, obviously, he pushed down the sunglasses so we can get the the peer over. When he looks over at Redeemer, man, and Redeemer just comes in all 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 sassy. It doesn't look good, does it? I hope you're grasping the severity of the situation we face. <laughs> He's got his wings all spread. Yeah. And Spawn Symbio just reacts because he sees a Redeemer and it just attacks him. Yeah, yeah. I like this. Below the below the moving chain is Spawn. Above the moving chain is still Al Simmons. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And his little his little wrist battle modes are going out. It's great. Yeah, you don't get the in you don't get the in media transformation too often, so that's cool to see. Yeah, no, it's real fun. It's real fun. And I guess uh Redeemer stops spawn assault dead in his tracks, so he he like neos it. He's like ha dang hoda. Yeah, he just he looks like very low effort, just to be like ding and like blocks it. Yeah, and then and then Al's like, "How did you do that?" <laughs> Calm down in a second, and I'll explain. Yeah, no, there's a lot we need to discuss, and and there's this guy again that we don't know who he yeah, is, but he's got Johnny. Him's got X's where his eyes is supposed to be. Yeah, he's got something taped over his eyes. We've seen this guy before in that back little short story of King Spawn with Haunt. Yeah. And we don't know who he is. I imagine it's someone we know in the future that's like time traveling. Yeah. I would assume so. But we don't know. Yeah. And then we got the then we got We still don't know. No, we don't. We just know that he's helping out. Who is Redeemer? Who who's who's been redeemed? And that's the end that's of that issue. issue. Yeah, we get the we get the power meter. We got one four six eight. I have a feeling that it's not at two four six eight because Thomas Healy would be like everybody's gonna be like, who do we appreciate? And that's not good for Spawn. <laughs> one four six eight. Spawn is who we appreciate. <laughs> we got spawning grounds. Presents the breakdown. The this is one of our favorite spawning grounds. This one's awesome. Yeah, but there's no there's no breakdown here. This is all just photos. But it's cosplay photos. Hey, it's a breakdown of some photos, dude. Yeah, and we get oh man, we got the best the best family costumes around. It's the oh, this is so funny. The, I love this. the family. Uh, and there's Sam and Twitch and C- she spawn and little little tiny clown with the big fat belly, and also dead Billy Kincaid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like how the mom's just dead Billy Kincaid. <laughs> oh boy. That's hilarious. That clown when he's like throwing his belly and sticking out his tongue, yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah, it's great. He's got the pants on button and everything. <laughs> that's a good clown. It's a good clown. It's a good clown. That little twitch is great too. Yep, little salmon twitch. Oh man, it's so good. Then we got Commando Spawn in his Hamlet era. He's like, yes. Alas, poor York. Then we've got that might be spawning. It might be doing some invisible oranges out in the field. Mm-hmm. And then we got a she spawn, but it's like a, it's not she spawn. It's, uh, it's she dressing as spawn. Yeah, and it's got both her and her mask off state, and then her and her mask on state. With the giant axe the giant has axe. glowing eyes as well. It's great. Cool. Yeah, she's got like the big right right hand thingamajig, whatever we're calling it, brace. It's great. Yeah, it's great. And pockets. Gauntlet. 
She got lots of pouches. And then we get a cool little medieval spawn. That's a great medieval, man. That's some good armor work. Big old helmet, yeah. Yeah, this is fun. Spawn a ween. So maybe this month, in some one of the issues, we'll get some more spawn a ween. Maybe. Because it's November. Well, we better hurry up. It's almost the end of November. Yeah, come on. TikTok. Give us some spawn a ween. Yeah. Then, you know, the image classics ad. And then an ad for the Scorched. Scorched is still coming. Yeah. January 2021. Nice, nice, nice. Let's, uh, let's spawn 324, Johnny. Wait, wouldn't it be January 2022? For? Scorched? Because this is twenty November 2021. Hey, Johnny. Issue to issue. Issue to issue. Issue to issue. You're right. <laughs> let's spawn 324. Scorched is coming. Yeah, it's coming. Gonna scorch you. All right, so next up, our second issue is King Spawn 26, whoop, whoop. written by Mr. Todd McFarlane. But that's the credits. I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, written by King Todd, if you will. King Todd. No, we have 26 here. We got a couple covers. Yeah. As you want to do. Yeah. Well, not as not as we're want to do as uh, the creative team is want to do. Yes. Uh, so I am reading the Kale New cover. Nice, nice, nice. Which is Spawn looking pretty trim with some abs, holding a big old Spawn sword. Nice. I am uh, reading the Diodato Jr. cover. That's just it's got some hands in front, like it like there are hands holding back the the terror that is the clown digging through rubble. So those Spawn hands creep me out. They're too they're too like humany. Too humany. I mean, what are you gonna what are you gonna do about it? What are you gonna do about it? No, they're just creepy. They're they're great hands though. They're great hands. We we know No, they're good looking hands. We know David likes hands in comic books, but yeah, yeah, they are they are kind of creepy. It's just weird to see Spawn's hands like that. I don't know. I don't know why they were. Are they me creepier out. than this clown? Are they creepier than the clown's hands? No. 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 Definitely not. Man, He's this is this is a fucking evil, malicious clown, too. Yeah, he looks looking pretty. He's got that. He's got that V shaped. Pretty happy face. to be kicking Spawn's ass. That V shaped face, V for villain. It's basically like a still from Spawn's point of view from like last issue where they had the fight. Yeah, kind of, what it reminds, what it seems like. Before he turned around and walked into the wood, said, "Bye. No, I don't want to go to hell with you. Goodbye." Yeah, he doesn't give a shit, Johnny. I don't give a shit. He sure doesn't. I I give a shit. So why don't we uh crack this bad boy open, Johnny? I give a shit, and New Hulk gives a shit. Todd McFarlane, because yeah. he's writing the script, script plot on it. this issue. This is his second issue of King Spawn. We got that Javi Fernandez art too. Oh boy, it is. Ooh. It is so good. Yeah, his little brief Commando Spawn is pretty awesome. Yeah, Ivan Nunez doing the colors. Android Design doing the letters. We covered the covers. The Todd Father coming back as creative director, so that's good. And our double duty, our editor in chief, Mr. Thomas Healy. Hell yeah. Yes, indeedly. Yes. <laughs> so previously in King Spawn. Spawn decides he needs to find a way into hell. One that will allow him to proceed unnoticed. Mm. Mm. That's kind of more of a in-between issue because we didn't really know that insight into his brain. Yeah, that's, what he was that's good. That's good. So he's, he's looking for a back door. And Johnny, Johnny, didn't we recently just talk about how there needs to be a 80s building the suit montage in the new Spawn movie? You did. And look at this. Yeah, look. And here we have it. There's, there's even a template now. Dear Bloomhouse, 
Jason Bloom directly. You fucking got it right here. Commando, fucking just, commando style that shit. Just like in the, it doesn't it doesn't matter if you have to break the sort of narrative flow. We fucking want it. Look at this. It's dope. And at the end, he needs to say groovy. <laughs> groovy. <laughs> oh boy, it is. Yeah, it's just this little montage of like Swan getting all his commando stuff together. So you got grenades, knives, guns, bullets. It's great. It's everything. It's good. Yeah, he's got he's got belts, uh, ammunition belts, bandoliers. He's got mag clips. Those are actually clips. Yeah, he's got magazines, presumably. He's got it all. And then he crosses the city, heading to the outskirts. And I like just I like this city view, and then it's just spawn and and shadow on a building. Yeah, that's pretty cool. He's jumping down. Yeah, it's real. It's real good. Man, I love Javi Fernandez. He does great art. He just posts up in a tree like the world's most frightening bird and watches. <laughs> he just watches. He watches for three hours. And then it's like, yeah, I think I've waited long enough. <laughs> and then he busts into like a, what this this after hours club. Is that what it is? But there's nobody there. Something like that. He waited too long, Johnny. Everybody left. Boom. Including the person he was we waiting this on. Awesome double page of commando spawn we haven't really seen commando spawn and king spawn it's great it's amazing both times i've read this this issue i like i just had to stop and be like holy shit it's so fucking good he's got the cape around his mouth scarf around his mouth yeah yeah it's so awesome i like how he has he has one knee pad on he has the knee pad on the left side but the big right boot doesn't make room for the knee pad so he's like ah whatever (laughs) don't need it there just need the one knee pad, yeah. Man, they need to do another commando spawn and have it based off of this. That would be a dope figure. Yeah, this would be a great figure. It would be amazing. Oh, yeah. And, like, they're gone. Like, they knew he was coming, and they wanted to send him a message. But they're always one step ahead. Of always. Always. And then, Johnny, the boredom, the boredom set in already. I'm already uh, leaving. No, it's not boredom. Commando spawns so I'm leaving. awesome I'm leaving. that we can't take it. We have to change the <laughs> we channel. Have to, we, have to, we have to watch some something mindless for a second while we chew on the... <laughs> On, it's like that's too on the cool. majesty. We need to get something that's a little more not cool. Yeah. Um and Johnny, Johnny, um, did you feel like what the pundits are saying in this issue are is actually very close to what they were saying in the previous issue? The spawn three twenty four? It is pretty close. Feel I feel I feel like they because you know, I mean, at at a certain point of time, like uh, when the books are all coming out like in the same same time, like the the pundits do kind of carry along the same theme, but there's two years between these two. And I just feel like, like, man, the world of Spawn, just living in that world has to be so difficult. Because, I mean, what's this, two years later and you've still got them kind of talking about the same bullshit? And it's like, oh, weren't we supposed to fix this? And it's like, yeah, but that bullshit still exists. And, Johnny, I don't think I could live in a world where some bullshit happens and we're like, this needs to stop right now. And then two years later, we're still like, this bullshit exists. It needs to stop right now. So I don't think it's been two years. So uh, at SpawnCon, we got a little insight from Thomas Healy where he was saying, they're saying that at this point in the comics, Spawn's been Spawn for about like five or so years. It's like the Iron Man thing where originally he was in, you know, the Vietnam War and then it was Iraq and then it was, you know, it's just like keeps kind of updating. So you're saying Spawn is not Savage Dragon and doesn't exist in real time? Correct. Dang. Also like on King Spawn issue 24, they refer to like something from the first few issues like a few months ago. Ah, yeah. So. 
I also I also wonder if because since I thought that these pundits were kind of close to the 324 pundits, I wonder if they were trying to root it in that time. It's just there hasn't been much in the world stage since Spawn revealed himself. It's just been kind of oh, there's been a lot going on in the shadow player world. I don't think the real people have gotten much more information about what the deal is, mm, mm, which is why we're. We're dealing with the three sides of the story. But they're like, what are these costume sightings? Okay, so it's, it's been nine months. There we go. Yeah. It's been nine months. Man, so so there's been a baby already. There's been there's been the first the first baby has been named Spawn. Oh, I guess I guess babies can be born before then, can't they? Because if they were a yes. previous a previous baby. You know what, Johnny? No, so it's been nine months since like Al Simmons revealed himself. Nice. Well, I mean, we'll war. If we if we got uh, Brock the Shock over here, just just popping off, seemingly un untethered to any sort of reality. Johnny, can you believe somebody would get on the television and say nonsense with such passion and fervor? Oh, I can't believe it. I can't. This is just the most fictional thing I've ever seen. <laughs> but no, yeah, good pundits, good pundits. I like uh, I like Javi's pundits. They look nice. Yeah, he's got another green coat on. Yeah, maybe. He's- Maybe he's part of the green team, Johnny. Hmm. We know what team the Brock the Shock Fennel's on. The demon team. Yeah. He's he he went to DePaul, so he is a blue demon, right? Sure. Is that what is that what their is that what their uh, uh, mascot yeah, is? Yeah, have you ever wondered how a uh, Jesuit school got the mascot of blue demons? Yeah, I do wonder oh, actually well, now that you mentioned their it. their original outfits were just had a big blue D on them for DePaul. And so they were called ah. the Blue D Men because they were men wearing big oh. blue Ds. Big blue D? I thought that was what Dr. Manhattan had. <laughs> oh, man, that was better than anything I was just stating there. But And then after a while, you know, as things happened, they were just like, why don't we just have them? You can't mascot a D man. So just make it a demon. So that's how a, a Jesuit college has fucking... A demon as their mascot. The blue demons. That's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hilarious. Hilarious. Speaking of Manhattan. Yes. Dr. Manhattan's big dick. uh, We go to Manhattan, New York. And the phallicest, phallicest of skyscrapers. Look at that. It's just like jutting out into the sky. Straight up. Just like, wow. Yep. Just like a big boner. (laughs) And we're uh, speaking of big boners. We're at a dance club where, uh. Uh-oh. Uh, those uh, those happen all the time, don't they? I don't know, Johnny. I've never been yeah. to a dance club, so I don't know how many boners are there, but I assume probably a lot. Usually that's the idea behind it. Yeah. Uh, then we got a whole bunch of people milling by the door. Trying to get to in get and in. see the boners. And just Al Simmons just fucking beats his way into the door. He's like, I will not wait in line, I'm on sir. the list. I will, I will not be swayed by your velvet rope. And your locked door, and your security guard sitting on a stool inside of that door. <laughs> and he just like fucking chucks people out of the bar and throws people around the bar until we get just one guy, just one guy, a guy named Jimmy, who's uh, with a dorky haircut. Yeah, he's got the chili bowl with the not just the chili bowl, bowl right on top of his head, but it's it's like the chili bowl with the underbuzz, so that it's like mm-hmm. extra. Like he looks like a fucking momrath from yeah. Ding Dang Alice in Wonderland, and Al's looking for the visage. And he shows him his scary Al yeah. hybrid. Yeah, that's spawn. Oh, it's face. so fucking creepy. It's so creepy. 
And then Jimmy's boys pull up outside, uh, but they're too late. And, you know, since Al's been commando spawn, we expect him to throw a grenade or something. But he doesn't throw a grenade at them. He throws Jimmy's head. <laughs> He's doing a monolith, throwing some body parts. Yeah, he, I, wish, I wish his name had been Murray, so that way we could do some Murray head. Oh, nice. Bangkok. One night in Bangkok and the world's <laughs> your oyster. Yes, indeed it is. It's a joke for me and Bran only, a Murray Head joke. Well, I mean, it's also a joke for me because you were like, I watched this, the, you, before you helped this move once, you were like, I watched this video like 12 times and now the song's stuck in my head. And then that song was stuck in my head for three solid years, Johnny. Yeah, it's a, was, it's a banger. That's, that's, that's all, you just, you just sang the chorus over and over again. The whole day we moved. <laughs> I know, I didn't even know any of the other lyrics. It was just the chorus. It's always Iceland. Or Hastings, or Singapore, or this place. I get One my kicks above the waistline, honey. Sunshine. <laughs> Gotta love Chess the Musical. Oh, Chess boy. the Musical, folks. Look it up. It's by the half of ABBA. Half of ABBA. Half of ABBA and a good portion of the uh, original cast from Jesus Christ Superstar. Yes. Chess the Musical. Oh, boy. Uh, but Spawn throws his head out and... Well, he doesn't throw his head out. We're talking too much about dick. Sorry. No, no, he he throws the dude's actual head with the with the terrible actual head with the terrible so Momrath haircut. As we were, yes, and then he comes out of there. He doesn't do a Doctor Manhattan in <laughs> Vietnam where he's just walking around with his dick hanging out. <laughs> or or Johnny drunk after he's closed the door. <laughs> and all my and all my clothes, I've raptured myself. <laughs> I'm just walking around naked. Uh... But Spawn cuts this swath. He does a path of terror across New York City, just killing. Yeah, this is this is this this night. This is great. It's just like a it's like a map of of Manhattan, and just Spawn is walking all over it. And then we've got like the little little scenes of the carnage he's cross he's done across town. He's uh, there's angels with with crucifixes shoved in their mouths. There's people hung between buildings. There's people hung upside down. <laughs> there's people hung upside down and it's just a torso hung upside down yeah there's people stabbed through the heart with do not park here signs <laughs> story of my oh, life oh boy oh boy i mean the parking and parking in chicago was brutal Heaven, yeah i mean ugh. and they're the idiots that privatized it so they're not making any money off it too I just love this page. It looks like it's in motion. Like you can see it. I'd see it'd be a great transition in a movie, just like Spawn walking over a map in New York with like scenes in the Cape. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's great. And then we end up basically one of the, one of the things I love most about about films set in New York City, Johnny. The subway. The subway. I always love a subway. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. We got some a, a kid running with like an attaché case, jumping down off the platform into the tunnels, and and shadow shadow blasting in front of a kid. Alf. Well, yeah, the 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 the, the little narration here is like they these people are running scared into the shadows, and they forget that's where Spawn lives. Yeah, in the shadows. In the shadows. In the dark of the night, that is where Spawn lives. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a joke for for very few people, Johnny. Not enough people have seen the uh, Don Bluth classic Anastasia. It's got fucking. I know you've mentioned it. This is like the fifth time it's come it's up got, on the show. It's got fucking Christopher Lloyd. It's goddamn Rasputin. It's great. <laughs> I love yeah, it. I like Anastasia. I love it so much. 
Bartok the bat is. I used to have the. I used to have the McDonald's toy that was him with a, him with the eyeball, and you pull the eyeball out, and he just kind of like, it's attached to a cord, and he just kind of like wobbles until it comes back. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, but so Alice, man, Alice got a super creepy face when he's asking for the visage this time. Mm-hmm. Guess mm. he's about to chomp this guy's hand off. Yeah. And then we go from creepy face to guy in subway to creepy face down uh, on the city because he's doing a, the Batman pose on a on a building and just looking down, looking at some more people. And then as we pull away, then he, then he travels to London. Yeah, we we learned that it's not only that one man's daughter who thinks grandfather clocks are creepy, <laughs> but also. <laughs> so we got we got uh, the clock tower. We've got the clock there. We don't see Big Ben because here, Johnny, here's a here's a little bit of pedantry for you. Big Ben is not the clock or the tower. Big Ben is the bell. So oh my God. unless you have access to the inside of the clock tower, you never see Big Ben. So just Whoa. just the, the so so now you will have the frustration that I have every time somebody's like, look at it's Big Ben. No, it's clock tower. Big Ben inside. Big Ben hide. Big Ben Does the say, clock tower have a name? Uh, the clock tower, as far as I know. <laughs> tower of London. I don't know. The Tower of London was at the prison. So shit. But Big Big Ben says, uh, with great size comes uh, great loud noise across the city. Right. I, I guess because oh, <laughs> Uncle, ben, Uncle Big Ben. Oh yo yo yo. That was a that was a stretch, wasn't it? That was a little a little sweaty. A little stretch. A little I mean, yeah, a little sweaty. A little sweaty. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little sweaty. I am under dogs wearing a sweatshirt. I'm a little I'm a little oh, sweaty really? now. And it, re, re, how many dogs you got on? Uh, you? I've got two on my lap and then one hiding in that little like in the lumbar support region region of my chair. Oh, yeah. you're surrounded by dogs. Yeah. You probably are pretty warm then. Yeah, and also they're, they're stinky, Johnny. They're not as bad as last time, but. Whew. But yeah, so anyway, Al, Al has found a, uh, he's, he's been given instructions to, on a place to go, and he goes there, and then he enters, he enters Johnny, and what happens? His cape. He goes limp. He says, he says, this never happens to me. <laughs> I swear, baby. Man, this is a really dick-filled issue for uh, no reason. We're making it dick-filled. Oh, it's not in the text. And, you know, you know as, most, as most men who have that problem, Johnny, he's thankful for his man-made weapons. <laughs> He is thankful for his man-made weapons. Oh, yeah, and then, hymns. And then we get, <laughs> then we get, uh, well, we get the sassy old lady that we were talking about. Yep. She just says, "Come on in, Simmons. I've I've been expecting you." <laughs> and then Spawn asked the most obvious question: uh, "This place is a dead zone." It's like, yeah. doy. Yeah. He didn't know this place existed. This one existed. And Johnny, as we know. Al, Al Simmons knows from Dead Zones, so him not knowing this one existed is some, a pretty big deal. It's a pretty yeah. big blue D-man. Pretty big blue D-man. <laughs> and she's like, there's more secrets you're not aware of. Why are you bothering me? Now, this visage, I wonder if she's a new character or an old character. I don't know. I'm going to assume new since it's also in a Dead Zone that Al Simmons didn't know about, but... Yeah, I'd assume so too. But she she strikes me kind of like a, a Watu the Watcher, where she's she's keyed into information f- from all across time and space and other universes, and she's just there to make sure that you know, <laughs> to to watch 
to watch and make sure that shit goes the way it's supposed to. So this is, uh, it appears that, that this is a new character. Yeah. But yeah, she's, 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 she's literally, her job, her mission is to observe, nothing else. So she cannot interfere, just like Owatu the Watcher. Okay. It is kind of like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, except for every time you hear Owatu the Watcher say, I, I cannot interfere, you know in two issues time, Owatu's going to have his ass down in the shit. <laughs> Interfering. Interfering. Uh, she's like, what do you, what, what do you, what do you... And so he, he much like Al, Al Simmons, much like, like a cat, has brought trophies from all of his kills, one from each side of the conflict. We've got heaven, we've got hell, we've yes. got green world, we've got vampires. And she's like, ooh, trinkets, trinkets. Mm. And then with these trinkets, she's like, okay, now let me see who you are. And so she, she does like a cyan type type thing. He wants to feel his true self. Yeah, and we see a badass original original spawn we haven't seen javi fernandez do an original spawn yet and it is incredible Pretty awesome it's so good yeah and then the facade that is al simmons and then inside his what he is rotting is corpse a, self. a rotting corpse <laughs> a soul both physically and mentally scarred forever yeah and then and then she sees she sees him in his his burnt his burnt self there He's got, He's got maggots crawling yeah. out of his eye. They've done this to He's really gross. This is a really gross Crispy Simmons. What was your crime? I stopped caring about others. Information. And then again with the, this galaxy has always acted so irrational. So this lady is just like cosmic being. Yes, definitely cosmic. And so she's wondering who, uh, who Al Simmons wronged in order for this to, to be an acceptable punishment. He forgot to care for someone he loved yeah. and took that for granted. Yeah, he sure did. And then they killed her. Wanda. Wanda. His uh, raison de spawn, right? His his reason for being spawn, the raison de spawn. Pretty much, because he called out that one name, Wanda. Wanda. And then she's like, "Okay, okay, you've told me what I, you've told, you've told me enough. You've told me enough. Put on, put on your suit." She says, "Become your health." Yeah, I'm tired of looking at your the maggots crawling out of your eyes. <laughs> oh, that me too. I'd be like, dude, can you put on the sunglasses, please? Just like. Yeah. Just like necroblast them on there, and uh, I don't need to see that. I don't need to see maggots coming out of your eyes, no. buddy. And now she does a she does a palm reading for him, and she's like, "Hmm, your lifeline, not very long." <laughs> and she gives him a she gives him an orb, a visible a orange. Visible orange. It's yeah. <laughs> and she's like, basically, she's like, this will this will take you place that you can never get back from, and nobody will know you're there. You won't even know where you are. But that's where you'll be. <laughs> and then never bother me again. And it's like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> that, that's fine, I guess. And then so we get Commander Spawn in front of big purple, 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 purple portal. Portal? To end the Purple issue. portal? Yeah. Por purple portal. Yeah. So, so, you know, tune in next month for... Al's, the continuation of this. Al's long journey. Yeah, then we've got the King Spawn logo. Hell yeah, we do. And some spawning ground. Yeah, we got some mailbag people. We love a mailbag. We got Graham from the UK talking about, you know, Spawn is awesome. And it's really good. And the Spawn universe is good. I like how in both these letters, they, in two of the three letters, they mention where they started and they're completely different issues. Like he started in 284. Yeah. The next letter started at 314. Yeah. So like, really, you just got to get on Spawn. Yeah. Remember, we started, I started on issue 
322 or something. Yeah. Like, you know, you just got to start. You just got to start. You just got to jump in there. You just got to be like Al Simmons and a fight. You just got to jump into it. Don't worry about what's happening. Just fight. Just fight. Fight that. Fight your way through the books. Read them. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, Graham from the UK basically saying how much he loves the Spawns universe. And he poses the question, are the artists really just fans or are they professional artists? And, you know, I can see that because there's a lot of this stuff that these people, some of them might be also professional artists, but the fan art is just always incredible. Yeah, it is always incredible. Then Brooks Brooks asks about collected editions for all of the uh, older yes. spinoff series, which... Uh, Brooks is reading our mind. I am, I am also very interested in that because Johnny, we got we got uh, shit like thirty five different series to cover for this for this podcast, and some of them aren't available uh, easily at all. It'd be nice to be able to get them. Yes, yes, it sure would. And then Victor just sends in a spawn in a Malbolgia, and uh, love that Malbolgia. That's so fucking creepy. I like what they did with the tongue. Like uh, they had it split and be like it's like two additional appendages. The tongue. It's great. Or no, it's just yeah, one tongue. It's really sinewy. No, it's just, just it the one to the, tongue. It goes to the side really big. Yeah. It's good. It's yeah. good. It's real good. And that's a real moody spawn. And then we got the Spawn's Universe ads, Damage Classics ads, the Page Punchers ads with the uh, classic anti spawn spawn. Which is weirdly like, they're like, it's in a prison. Yeah. It looks like. Or like a baseball field. It's just funny that that's where it's set. Yeah. Either that or it's like one of the old fashioned chain link fences that. They used to have in alleys. Yes, it could be an alley. But there's there's too much grass for it to be an alley, so I don't know. I don't, I don't know, Johnny. So it looks like an old baseball field to me. Maybe it's a baseball field. Todd, Todd loves baseball. But yeah, then that's... Uh, it's King Spawn 26. That's pretty much issue 26. Pretty good. Well, Johnny, speaking about being buried under puppies, I think it's time to rate these puppies. It's time to rate the puppies. So first up this week, we had Spawn 324. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, the first one by Rory McConville on his run here. Kind of a fun little side story between Mark and Jim Downing. Yeah, it's good. It's interesting to see what two people that are around Al a lot think of him and talk about him when he's not there. Because usually you don't see that. Spawn's always like in the room. But this time you get like two people talking about him, which is interesting. Yeah. But I, I like the issue. I think it's a good start. For Carlo Barberi, good dialogue, just like a nice, interesting little conversation between Jim and Mark. And you get some action when these angels come in. But I'm going to give it four big monies from the Vatican, baby. Four big monies from the Vatican. Hell yeah. Because that Vatican's paying big money to get that spawn back. Oh, man. Big Vatican. I agree with everything you said, and I am going to give it four uneaten hammy burgers. Yeah, what the heck, Mark? You didn't eat your burger? Yeah. The conversation between Jim and Mark very good the conversation between jim and medieval also very good so it's it's fun to see this this plan that we know how it goes kind of be enacted in the first place yeah so good and the art excellent oh yeah carlo barbara does a great job clean you get some fun blood and action yeah liked it a lot me too i am curious who this redeemer is though so i want to know i want to know we'll find out eventually can you show yeah, eventually we will. Let me show you King Spawn 26. That's our second issue we covered today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And this one, I don't know. I wasn't too hot on it when I originally read it. It just seemed like kind of a filler, like getting one place to another. But it is very much a first half to the second part of the piece, which is 27, where we see what happens when Al goes in through that port, that purple portal that we talked about. Yeah, it's 
quite intense, honestly. Quite intense. Yeah, that'll be a tough one to talk about, yeah. but we'll get there. Yeah. But I'm going to give this issue three Javi Fernandez commando spawns. Hell yeah. Because I just love that. That's made the issue for me. The art's great. I love the, the little panel where he's walking over the city map and just Javier Fernandez is really interesting ways to frame things and i always love it but it's just you know like i said before and i'm sorry i don't i love the top father but i think maybe we should get someone else for king spawn just to give a little different flavor yeah but according to thomas healy at spawn con the intention is the question i asked <laughs> was whether how long todd mcfarland would be on this and he said it's more just to keep everything on the same page to get to 350 and they'll probably the intention is not for him to stay on king spawn nice so We'll get him. You're getting another writer soon, I imagine. Yeah, nice. Not that like I'm like, I'll get him out of here, but it's just it's it has a little. It doesn't feel quite like King Spawn yeah. to me. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I also like the sort of carnage as visualized by Javi Fernandez. Oh, it's great. But yeah, no, uh, good, good issue, good issue. I like it. It is very much a first part, but I do like it. I I'm gonna give it three and a half purple portal orbs. Purple portal orbs. Yeah. Got it. I mean, even even though we've we've talked about that we don't really want the, the Todd Father to be our King Spawn writer, but I mean it's it's good, it's solid, art is amazing. I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. So hey Johnny. Yo. We we kind of have our own own purple portal, and that is Instagram. It gives us all the places that we need to go. Yeah, it's kind of purple orange, the icon is anyway. Yeah. And you know, one place, one place that you should really, really go on the Instagram uh, is you should go see a, a guy named Spawn Addict. I'll give you, I'll give you a hint, Johnny. They might as well face it; they're addicted to Spawn, and you could be too. Addicted to Spawn comics? Give me a follow. Yeah, they're great. They got lots of slab stuff. They got lots of, lots of figures. Lots of Wizard magazine. Wizard magazine. Nice. Yeah, they got a lot of slabs. Yeah. They got some fun spawn memes. Yeah. There's one that says like when a when a girl hears you bring home six figures a month and, and it's Emma Watson looking thirsty and then it's a picture of six action figures. <laughs> Pretty funny. That's that's good shit. That's good shit. I like it. While you're over there, you should also portal on over to Brian's Brian's site, Brian underscore Voyles underscore twenty seven. He does our music and it's really fucking great. We're over there too, regarding Spawn Pod. We post pictures of stuff that we talk about, the stuff we pick up every week. You know, we talk about stuff. We really like, really like hanging out with you over there. It's great. Yeah, it's been great. Great community building. So sure to follow yeah. us on there. And if you want to <laughs> drop us a line on somewhere besides Instagram, you can send us an email at regardingspawnpod at gmail.com. Yes, indeed. And if you send us an email, we will read it on air, and if you give us your address, we'll send you a sticker. Hell yeah, we will. So there's a double incentive. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. What uh, what do you want the people to write in about this time? Oh, let's see. So we got Rory McConville taking over for Mainline Spawn. I'm wondering if from Spawn's past, you have a favorite writer besides Todd McFarlane, obviously, but if there's a writer that did Spawn, because there's been, you know, quite a few over the years, if there's a favorite of yours. So I'd just be curious to hear what your favorite writer of Mainline Spawn is. Nice. Nice. I've got a. I've got an answer right in my back pocket, Johnny. Who? Grant Morrison. Nice. Because <laughs> they gave us. They gave us anti-spawn, and that's great. That's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. Frank Miller, wait. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> I mean, Rory McConville nice. might be. I gotta think about. I don't remember. I don't remember the names of the earlier ones. I gotta look at it. But there's a few. Yeah. I love that Sam and Twitch run in the '90s. I can't remember who wrote it, but you're not gonna. You're not gonna say Alan Halber Halberin. Alan Moore is one of my Alan. favorites too. You can say Alan yeah. Moore, yeah. 
But he's only yeah. written a couple, but he's done great Argu- Arguably got you into the spawn. Well, really, really kicked me off, yeah. It got you It got you to the point of no return. You've passed the point of no return. Exactly. When I got to that, I bought the compendium. When I got that issue eight, I was like, this is for me. So, great stuff. And now you now you were a disfigured man living underneath an opera trying to woo away the young starlet from a man with very nice hair. That's what that's what Raul's got going for him, right? (laughs) And these Patrick Patrick Wilson in the movie. That's pretty good. I haven't seen the movie in so long. I can't believe what I'm going to have to. Nice. I didn't realize it was Patrick Patrick Wilson's Raul. He does a great job. Man, I love Patrick Wilson. He's in like forty movies a year. It's great. Yeah, he's a busy man. Speaking of speaking of busy men, Johnny, we should probably uh, talk about what we're going to do next week so we don't forget about it, right? Yeah, because we've been some busy men, but we're going to be busy reading some Spawn. Yeah. Next week we're going to be following the next issue on this Roy McConville, which will be Spawn three twenty five. So excited to see where he goes with the second issue here. And then yeah. our second our issue our second issue of next week is going to be Scorched twenty two. Hey, two's two's all over the place. It's the second two's all over the place. Second Scorched twenty two. Some wild times, if I remember correctly. I mean, you probably do because the Scorched is pretty wild. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Does get wild. So Johnny, if we've got, we've got you guys should go see our friends. You guys should send us emails. You guys should read those two issues of Spawn, Spawn three twenty five and Scorch twenty two. Come back next week. And I think Johnny, I think that just leaves me to say, may the Scorch be with you, and also with you, David. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, man. I'm going back to the old days. I'm gonna go somehow figure out how to portal to this issue three twenty four and get that half a cheeseburger that Mark didn't eat he didn't even eat half it he had a bite out of it all right i'm porting in right now into the comic to get the burger because oh, yeah. hey guess what you know how when you eat a lot you think you're full from thanksgiving but the next day you wake up and you're surprised that you're hungry again well i'm at that point yeah. now oh thanksgiving yeah. has officially passed into my toilet the plumbers are coming to fix it it's good it's a great black friday <laughs>